Welcome to another episode of the IC Pixels podcast. This is David. This is Anthony. Uh, no excuses. We're late again. Uh, happy Valentine's if you uh, celebrate that stuff. Um, hopefully, you got whatever you were supposed to get on Valentine's. Probably not. <laughs> well, if you're a guy, you're definitely not. Um, yeah, so we're back again. It's snowing outside. It's cold. Uh, hopefully you're inside keeping warm or whatever it's, and being safe it's just, in these streets. It's just cloudy here. No snow here. <laughs> just rainy and dry. Oh, not dry. rainy and dry. That doesn't rainy make sense. Rainy and dry. That's weird. Yeah. It's rainy and cloudy, but yeah, we didn't get any snow. So, I don't know. Oh, well. <laughs> you're not missing nothing. It's snow here. Uh it's only like an inch or two. I mean, I'll take that though. I mean, we don't see it here in Atlanta much, so I take something just to mix things I mean, up. It's fine if you ain't got to drive because, like, I don't have to go anywhere, so I don't mind it. But I can understand, like, if you got to go somewhere, then especially in Atlanta where people don't know how to drive in the snow, it could be oh, problematic. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have to go anywhere, so. <laughs> yep, I can take it so. But, um, hope so what are we talking about the, this this week for Black History Month? Well, I know, yeah, I know we're everyone's mid celebration of Black History Month. That you know, you probably have a little bit of your Black History cake left, um, and you know you have big plans for the last couple of days of Black History. You know, where the you know opening of gifts, the um, feats of strength, and the um, the parade. Oh, I uh, I think uh, they're going to reschedule the parade this year. Oh, the Black okay. History parade. Okay, so we do. What about the feats of strength? I mean, I, well, if you only if you do it with people inside of your bubble, your close bu- bubble, I think it's fine. Um, and if you're wondering what that is, if you've seen Black Panther, that's basically what that is. So you're going to go fight on the cliff. Um, oh, I thought your cousin, because my feats is real strong. Okay. <laughs> That was a, a thumb wrestling uh, war. I mean, uh, toe wrestling. Um, but yeah, um, no, I mean, I, it's been, I don't know. I feel like there should be some kind of a thing, maybe, like some kind of, you know, everybody has their own little agenda that they do. Maybe we need some kind of real, like, you know, 12 days of Black History Month or something like that. Somebody needs to make a song about it. Um, I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't I feel know like a lot what of people. It's like Black the... History Month. Yay! Okay, what do we do? Oh, uh, all right. Uh, I guess we learn about Black History and watch some black drama movies or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what uh, people do for the other um, racial heritage months or whatever, like Hispanic Month, the White History whatever. Month. That's the rest of the year, but like that was January, apparently. I know there's like a, a Hispanic. <laughs> month or something I, mm-hmm. I, I might be saying the wrong name or whatever but I know there's a month of that and I don't know what they do I don't know what uh, people do for the other months that are like Native American month or whatever yeah. I don't even know if that's a thing so I can't say that uh, I don't know what I would do differently I think uh, I was talking to somebody about this but I think it's Black History Month it should well, not say should be but for a lot of black people at least if you're if you try to know 
and try to understand things, then it's not so much for you as as much as it could be for other people who just don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because like mm-hmm. I already know about like black people invented stuff. Black people aren't all drug dealers and rappers. Or, you know, like I know all that stuff. So um, I'm part of it, so I understand it. But if you don't know that information, then Black History Month is a good opportunity to learn that because you will see a lot of information shared online and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but for me, you know, of course, I'll read some of the posts and stuff like that so I can learn more and be knowledgeable. That's always useful. But I think a lot of that information is would be more useful and more helpful to people who don't know or have been, res- uh, you know, willfully ignorant and just said, oh, all black people are blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, for those, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what, how to reach people like that. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, and also, like, I mean, all right, so, like, at my job, we put together, like, a campaign for black history, and, like, at first, we were trying to, like, oh, we're going to use some famous people, or, like, use some historical people, and all this kind of stuff. But then you run into all these, you know, usage rights and all this kind of, you know, all this weird stuff. Um, we're just like, we're not trying to deal with all that. Um, so what we ended up doing was just celebrating black people in the company. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, just like a little quote. And then we came with a little campaign about, you know, like some little hashtag to go with it. And, you know, just telling their stories about who they are, what they do outside of work, you know, stuff like that. Just... Just finding a way, and people at different levels of the company, you know, so, you know, like a vice president to, you know, just like a regular, you know, you know, entry level kind of employee. And, you know, it was like a good way to celebrate people inside. And then it's going to end up being a campaign for other months and stuff like that, or just regular for just random people. But it was a kind of a cool thing to, um, a cool flip to do on it. Because we, t- one of the things we talked about, it's like, man, eh, like tired of, you know, everything is like, I mean, I hear people talking about, like, the, you know, oh, you know, the black and white photo. I don't know if you've heard that. Like, oh, they make all the photos black and white because they yeah. want you to feel. I, I don't I don't buy into that <laughs> entirely. Um, but um, I think just a lot of people, when you think of history, you automatically, especially the designer, you're automatically thinking about making it black and white. I don't know what that is mentally but this thing we do I don't think it's the I can't say it's the man trying to keep us down but um <laughs> I'm not well, I mean that, I think but you know color photos have only been out for so long and so well they existed back then but I also okay I'll, I'll add this too newspapers weren't in color back then though I don't yeah. think well so back in the pictures day then, yeah. yeah so but I mean I, I, the thing is, history is being made every day. So yeah, every day that passes, you have more and more content to pull from. Versus, you know, if it was nineteen seventy something and you were trying to do Black History stuff, most of your stuff is from the sixties and the fifties or the forties or something like that. Yeah, and the so obvious. It is in black know, and white. I think. I don't know. I don't I mean, know not, when color came out. I'm not saying MLK is played out, but you know, it's the obvious go to, the safe go to. Anybody can like, all right, yeah, you know, everybody posts about. I'm okay. It's you know just the it's the safe one that people use. So I mean, and yeah, you're right. Yeah, it 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 can be a celebration of the now. Well, so the thing that I think is interesting when when I was listening to what you're saying is like, I think there are 
many people that are not familiar with like they interact with uh african americans black people all the time but um you know how you, the concept of a safe black they have those people that they think are that they may respect for whatever reason like martin luther king lebron james yeah. michael jordan whatever not politically uh yeah <laughs> no, no no not just that but it's like there are certain black people that they think, oh yeah martin luther king was great that was cool but then they're still disrespectful or racist or discriminatory towards regular black people in their life because the like the Martin Luther Kings and things like that, those are they're it's more it's not a real person. It's more like an idea, a concept or something like that. Because yeah. they never have to interact with this person. But when they go to the grocery store and they see you, they're gonna, you know, clutch the person, move to the other side of the aisle, or they're gonna hire from trying yeah. to hide in the elevator and stuff like that. And it's because like they never got that humanization of a regular person. They they kind of humanized or idealized the uh, icon, the icons, yeah. but not the regular person. So I think it's useful to actually do what you can to humanize or you know what you know like what you're talking about, like doing using regular people. Like yeah, this is a regular person. He's probably got some interests same as me. He's got kids. He's got a wife or whatever. Like he's similar to me, and so I don't need to act all like a weirdo when I see him or be scared of him. Yeah. He's just a regular person. He just, his skin is a different color than mine. Yeah. And you don't have to, you know, and then the, you know, I mean, I haven't, I've never actually met these people, but you know, they're like, Oh, why are you doing, you know, what about white history? I've never actually met anybody who said that, but you know, you see that kind of garbage on the internet, but yeah. you know, it's like, it's, you know, it's just a, it's not for them. Honestly, it's not what I'm saying, but you know, it's another way to present things to kind of, and I think it's not why you do it, but I think it can make people feel more comfortable because it's like, oh, well, oh, okay, yeah, oh, it's just about them. I know that person. Like, oh, I'm, I know that person in the company. Oh, yeah, they're cool. I like them. What's wrong with talking about them? You know, it makes it harder for you to like take some kind of weird stance and stuff like that. Um, well, yeah, a, a lot of it's not politicized in any way. It's just like I'm a person. Yeah, Hi. I'm a person, and, <laughs> and I think that's a thing that I mean I would like to you know see that more going forward is because we that's a discussion we had actually internally it was like you know I, I don't want to do all this traumatic stuff like we've had enough of that like like I've, I've seen lists of things people put up it's like here here's some black movies that aren't about black trauma you know because I'm tired of that I know it's needed but I mean us both of us growing up going to HBCU and all that or younger HBC what do you call it a HBA, yeah, I don't HBCA. know. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. We <laughs> don't tell a lot of niggas where we went to school. But yeah, we learned a lot of this stuff. We saw eyes on the prize and saying not that there's nothing new to learn, but like it's like, you know, I like to hear about black future. Black now, black futures and stuff like that. And I think that, you know I think knowing your past is great, but knowing what your future can be is also important. Yeah, so I think uh, it's useful to see positive examples, but it's also useful, like, so the overcoming person, like the guy that fought against all the odds and he overcame and he became whatever he was, that's cool, that's a that's an inspiring story, but I think it's also useful to see examples where the person just was great. They didn't have to, they weren't necessarily fighting against all these negative odds the whole time. Mm -hmm. Uh it's definitely more I don't know I, I, I just I know that there are a large number of people still fighting against a lot of negative situations that 
for whatever reason are in their life but yeah i agree with you that every story doesn't have to be like starting from starting from the bottom slavery all that type of stuff because i don't think that's everyone's reality and i think um it's useful to see some other variations because i know that i know that i've been around some people that constantly feel as though they're fighting against all these insurmountable odds but they're not like they're fighting against some odds (laughs) but they're not insurmountable and it's you know those people that oh they're just trying to hold me down that's why they did this that's why they did it's like uh some of this is self-inflicted yeah (laughs) i mean yeah i mean because i think a lot of people they feel like they need that story in order to like get people to listen but it's like that's not always your story you know yeah and I don't know we need to find a way to celebrate black mediocrity well, not necessarily <laughs> mediocrity but just like no I heard I, I heard a comedian or somebody talk about that or somebody was talking about it how it's like yeah we celebrate mediocre white people all the time why can't we celebrate you know as black people we always have to be exceptional it's like man why can't we just be mediocre well, I know I'm sure you have you seen that thing where Chris Rock is talking about his neighbors and he's like Jay-Z is his neighbor Mary J. Blige is his neighbor and somebody else is his neighbor and then his other neighbor is just like a dentist oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's like you know we, we have this pressure to be exceptional and I think you know sometimes yeah it's like this need this story and all that kind of stuff but it it may not be your thing I mean it's you know I, I think it's the yeah it's like the um, I don't know you would say the word for it or whatever but you know it's basically like we have to make black people superheroes in order to celebrate them yeah and I think there's room to celebrate regular people that may not have some kind of amazing like harrowing journey towards you know whatever but it's just like no they're just you know they're they're a good person they're just working on their thing that's what they're doing it may not have turned into some kind of oh and now they're a millionaire you know that's not everybody's story and that's fine yeah me, me like people that there's a small percentage of people that are able to go that far be a millionaire yeah. or be a hundred thousand there even it's a small percentage yeah. of people so um yeah i agree with you i think it's yeah. good to uh you know celebrate not just the, the blowout victories but just the wins wherever they are like hey i won i i made it out from wherever i came up i have a family I'm happy. You may not have made it out of anything. Or, yeah, that too. But I think, so (laughs) that's kind of the point I was having trouble expressing is I think there is a like an underlying, like when you're talking about a black person, the desire oftentimes is to start from a very negative situation. Yeah. Even if it wasn't that negative. I hear a lot of people talking about, oh, and I lived up in, lived in a, a very tough household growing up. And I'm like, but no, nah, I knew you when you was young, and it wasn't that bad. Like, I wasn't in your house, but, you know, people will definitely... You gotta... I think there's a desire to put some sauce on the story to make it seem more dramatic, and it's like, no. Well, yes, absolutely. Yeah, that, that absolutely. <laughs> we weren't yeah. that poor. I mean, because there's people with those stories, of course, but, yeah, but, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, it may not, especially as black people advance and get money and more black people in the middle class and stuff like that. There's like mad people who just grew up regular. 
Yeah, I don't want to. Probably like, had their own regular life struggles, you know, losing a family, you know, just the regular stuff everybody deals with. But you know, not everybody has that, you know, harrowing journey from the, you know, being homeless and the, you know, not that's not everybody's story. And that's okay too. I mean, I think that's the goal. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, that that that's that's our goal is to not have that story anymore. I guess, but it's I think it's defined black people so much that sometimes we feel like we don't know what to do if we don't have that story or that nobody will listen if we don't have that story yeah yeah i think that's the thing is like i need to make my story as interesting as possible and that often involves death and drugs and abuse and rape and all this other type of stuff and if my story is not that interesting now what because i so like i (laughs) guess i gotta go do something i feel like personally (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my story is interesting but it's not interesting from a traumatic point of view it's just like interesting oh you found a way to do that okay cool yeah and i think and that needs to that needs to be okay and then i think I me mean, yeah like, i mean same for me it's not crazy but you know it's it doesn't mean that you don't have anything to offer because your story didn't start out with you being homeless <laughs> yeah that, that's yeah and i think that you know that needs to be celebrated um, you know, I mean, it's not black meat or I was joking about that, but you know, it's like, you know, just our regular existence. I mean, you may not have some obviously racist person yelling at, screaming at you, at you out, out of a truck or that may not be your, your story. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine too. Yeah. I mean, that's not our story. And we grew up in Alabama. That's not our story, but you know, it's, that's fine. I mean, you, I mean, you know, Thanks to our parents, I guess, you know, or, you know, just our circumstance. Thank God for our circumstances that we didn't experience some of that stuff. But, you know, that, you know, you could talk about, the you know, the overall systematic, you know, blah, blah, blah of the country and everything. You know, all that kind of stuff exists still. But, you know, it's um, I don't know what I'm trying to say, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you grow used to it. But so with all that in mind, I think. Uh, like so from a marketing and promotion standpoint or, or like just utilizing the fact that it is Black History Month in designs and stuff like that I think it's interesting when you see I've seen some companies do the generic thing where they will just use green black and red colors and they'll of course use the black and white photos mm-hmm. of the MLK and people like that which is fine I guess yeah, I think it's the lazy approach just like we talked like the lazy approach yeah. to targeting different cultures and things like that it's that's the lazy approach from my perspective because it's like you didn't even try. Yeah. Uh, because you know, everybody knows about Martin Luther King, so if you just throw him up there, it's like, oh, okay. I wonder. Hmm. That's another, I wonder. Like, do do you have to get permission to use? His, well, apparently you don't. You could just use his picture wherever you want. Um, he's probably the easiest one to find, and I think that may be why some people mm-hmm. do it. Because yeah, otherwise you. I mean, you could go pick take a picture of a monument or something like that. Because we're going to do use John Lewis and you just go take a picture of a mural or something like that. Because any photos, you got to buy those. But if you take a picture of a mural or a statue, then you don't got to buy that. It. But yeah, it's that may be part of it. It's like yeah, we can get this on you know, <laughs> Creative Commons. You know, boom, use it keep on moving and nobody's gonna you know or even if you don't nobody's gonna copyright claim it when it's a historic you know you're not gonna run into that issue um which you know something i didn't think about is you know at first when we had this idea because we we're gonna give have you know have the people and then they can talk about who inspires them and it was like oh wait now we gotta find photos of these people yeah 
and then you could run into issues because we wanted to use people that were alive and you know now and relatable and it's it just a whole mess of things that we thought of just like you know what let's just use the people <laughs> these are people we know yeah i think it's like i said the the mlk and all that stuff it, it works definitely and people will look at it and feel like i think the the casual observer like oh you care about black history but after a while it you know it looks like you from my perspective it's like you didn't put any effort into it you know so i think i mean making an effort to find actual either living people or, or i've seen some people that will find obscure obscure people not necessarily obscure but just not mlk frederick Douglass, uh what's her face the lady on the 20 they'll find other people that may have done something and mm-hmm. you know people you've never seen before i see google doing yeah that. so i've seen google uh and youtube they'll have like a little icon on the home page like instead of their logo they change the logo up every day and stuff like that and i think that's a interesting approach uh because they're not doing the generic people which is yeah good. and then i think also you can I mean they're google they bet i'd be mad if google does the generics like come on yeah you you're know google. everything <laughs> Google, look up yeah. yourself. <laughs> but the other thing I was going to say is, like, I think uh, you don't have to be stuck in that same green, black, and red color scheme either. I don't, I don't, uh, hot mm-hmm. take, or it's going to whisper this. I don't like the black, red, and green color scheme. I, I've seen it some places where I thought it was okay, but. You know, given the choice, I don't. I probably wouldn't wear it. How many places have you seen it that you thought it was okay? Very few, but I, like, if you yeah. think about like the different uh, African nations' flags, and like you'll see African print cloth. I don't know if there's a real name for that, but like African style cloth and stuff like that. Very colorful, all types of different colors, and lots of them look good. Yeah. And so you can use other colors to represent or to in your designs that aren't just like, hey, black people. You know, it's not so. Yeah, going green, black, and red. That, that, yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know what it is, but every time I see that, I just, it just feels like oppression. Those colors, <laughs> they don't feel happy. They don't feel like they're overcoming. It just looks like you know, it's black, you know, for our skin, green for the fields we were in, and blood for the. Yeah, I don't know. I'm making that up right now, but y- you've never seen the, you know, red black and green and be like oh i'm happy you know it's not a joyous color well, just scheme. like not at all based on color theory no that those are not that doesn't communicate no. happiness <laughs> it's struggle it's struggle we didn't i didn't i mean because i designed i didn't use those colors at all i mean i used our brand colors mainly but you know whatever so i think that's the, i mean i, I didn't want to use it at all because yeah it just feels it does not i think that's the kind of the I, part of the point I'm making is like you I think you can talk to your audience without talking so blatantly like without saying I'm going to use the color you like I'm going to use the people you like the one person I know that you're going to like I'm going to use them I'm going to use these colors that we said are your colors and I'm going to use this tone of voice so I'm going to say yo what up y'all it's black history month you know I'm going to do all that like when you do that it becomes very to me like you didn't try because you're just going with the obvious things. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I can't think of anything. It's like when people like, uh, 
do an impression of like an Indian person or an African person or even like a, a, a British person. There's like generic things you can use if you're trying to do an impression of a person. You're like, hey, good morning, bloke. Top of the morning to you or whatever, like that type of stuff. And so it's like if you want to be good at doing an impression of someone, you have to figure out some of those more detailed things. You got to go a little deeper. You can't just go with the surface stuff. And I think that's uh, the same thing definitely applies to when you're trying to reach that audience or do marketing and stuff like that to talk to them. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, I just went blank. What did you just say again? I said the stuff. <laughs> I had a response to what you said, and then I went blank. <laughs> I basically, don't just do the obvious stuff, do a little research. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's what I was like. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's no rules saying that you have to stick to a certain color scheme either for black history. No. You know. I think, you know, for me, I, my thought is, like, if you just have black people in it, that's usually enough. Because <laughs> it's so yeah, rare that that happens. Yeah, just tell some black stories. That's all you got to do. They can be from now. They can be from before. But, you know, I think more people need to tell them from right now. Regular black people just doing existing. Tell those stories. I mean, that, you know, that, you know, if the fight is to, you know you know, for people to think that we matter or re recognize that we matter. And then let's tell regular relatable stories sometimes, you know? I mean, it, it, it go, I think it helps both things. It helps it be more relatable, but for even for us as people, it helps us see ourselves in, in different places. Because a lot of times the reason why black people don't get involved in certain industries is because we don't see black people in it. Well, that's a whole different discussion, but I, I agree. It's like, if all I see is Martin Luther King, like some of the, the icons, the greats, yeah. then because I, I remember a long time ago when I first moved here to D.C., I was talking to somebody. And, well, it was a coworker of mine. And this girl was like, she basically said, oh, yeah, you could probably be one of those great civil rights leaders, but I'm just a regular person. I can't do that. And yeah. I don't remember what I said to her. I might have been like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You are. You, you mad regular. <laughs> but uh, I think it's one of those things where even as people in as part of the group you can look at those icons like no nah, that's not me and then all that messaging and all that stuff can kind of just wash over you and you kind of ignore it because like no nah, I'm, I'm not i'm not a civil rights leader i'm not really great at basketball i'm not really great at rapping or singing or whatever so most of this i, I cannot be that person i cannot do those things so by showing me an example yeah. of somebody who's more relatable doing something more regular and I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's from where I'm from. I can do that. I mean, and we have a way of, uh, you know, even, you know, people that are doing amazing things, we have a way of, I would say, deifying them to the point where it is untainable. Yeah. Like, like Beyonce, like, she's, I mean, I don't know. If you've watched the interview, she seems mad regular. But, you know, she's been made into this you know, icon mm -hmm. <laughs> that, you know, she deserves and everything, but, you know, we make her in unattainable, unreachable, un, you know, you know, un, unfallible, you know, it, 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 I hate when that happens because you see some story blow up about somebody that's like, oh, there's this person and you just wait. I, I find myself just sitting and waiting. It's like, wait, they're going to dig up some old tweets at some point. Yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> for this 
somebody they said something at some point and it, this whole thing is going to blow up after people have like idolized this person and made them into this you know oh my goodness it's like don't do that to people people are regular people are going to make mistakes especially when they weren't like in the forefront you know out famous and all that kind of stuff and they just became famous it's like yeah they probably said something wild yeah probably and I think you know it, it's the other side of like you know you know people getting canceled and stuff like that it's like well let's stop putting people on these pedestals so quickly because um, people are going to make mistakes and I think there's room for that and you know I agree I but I, I think also like when there's so few, like I can see like well I guess back in the day too but I guess, I could see where you could feel as though or some people could feel as though there's so few people that are doing well or that are doing it big so we have to pick our idols and we only have a few to choose from yeah. so here they are let's honor them but I mean, but I think you know it, again it's, I, I think it's, it's a lack of information because if you think Beyonce yeah. is the only great black singer or whatever then you're you're clearly misinformed or if you think you know there's not yeah. people doing a great in software development or graphic design or stuff that are black then you're misinformed so yeah. the more you know the less likely the less I think you will feel the need to deify one person because it's like oh there's like 20 30 like 50 people that are doing this thing that are doing well yeah and there's room for black people in every industry where you can go and be you know you can either you maybe you're one of the lucky ones and you end up being one of the great people or maybe you're just somebody that i don't know maybe you're the member of of the pit crew in nascar i don't know you could be that or you could be bubble you know it's like you know, it doesn't have always have to be the big, you know, upfront person. You can be the regular person and be great at your job and be existing and happy and you know just living your your black life, and that's fine. <laughs> but you know, it's just I feel like I don't know. Now I feel like I really am fighting for black mediocrity. <laughs> I just want their voices to be heard. <laughs> No, I mean, I don't know. I don't care. I mean, I don't. I. I mean, I think I feel like we fall into that. Yeah, we're not some the you know standout huge design for. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know who's huge, so I don't even have a comparison to make. But um, yeah, and that's fine. You know, because I mean, I think regular people can make reg. A lot of times, regular people, I think, can make a bigger difference than like quote unquote irregular or famous people because regular people are right there next to people and you know they can make some subtle impressions on people that you know other people wouldn't yeah you know and you know it's just like when you walk into a place and you're like oh there's black people here it's like that's all you your work is done (laughs) yeah i know uh in my corporate job anytime i see like a new black person get hired or whatever i will definitely kind of make sure they see me okay what's up just so, hey, there's, there's yeah. another one here. And yeah. I don't know how it impacts people or whatever, but I feel like when anytime I've come somewhere and I saw another one, I was like, oh, okay, this feels good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's very important for, you know, that's important for a lot of things. I mean, it's like people looking for a job, and you go look at the, you know, you go look at the company page. It's like, all right, who all yeah. there? You know, 
and because I've done that, I'm sure other black people do it too. You go look at the about page, like, all right, who's the leadership? It's like, whoa, no black people. Okay, all right. You know, that's kind of the takeaway that you have. It's like, ooh, all right. You know, and so you know, if you you know you're a designer working somewhere, like, put some black people on the website. You want more black people to come in, put them on the website. Use more black stock photos. Use you know, <laughs> put them in wherever you can, and just so that you know. People will see this like, okay, this company, you know, is welcoming. This is a safe safe space for you, you know. Well it helps if there's actually black people that work there, but yeah. Well that too. You know, but you know, you can lie a little bit. Get them in the door. You know? I think I mean <laughs> I mean if you see it on a website, you're gonna be like, All right, well they, they they at least don't hate us. So maybe I can, you know maybe I'll maybe I'll get an interview, you know. I think uh <laughs> so I remember listening to some some talk about diversity a long time ago and they were talking about Instead of just saying you're working towards diversity, be specific. Like, we have mad white people here. We have some some Asian people here. We want more black people. Just be straight up and say it. And then when you get to that point, then it's easier yeah. to figure out you know what's how you're gonna reach these people and how you're gonna recruit them or whatever. But if you're if you just say diversity, that's vague and unclear. But like on teams I worked on, you know, yeah. as we talked about before. It's always majority men, very few women, and I'm always a, basically the only black person. So it's like, oh, okay, I'm used to it. But if you want more diversity, be specific. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and you know, on the other side of that, we definitely need more people in more fields doing more of the work, so that you know we can you know, bring them into situations because I'm in a position now where I'm looking for somebody, you know, in doing interviews and stuff like that. And, you know, hey, there's not... You'd be surprised. I'm in Atlanta and I ain't got a lot of white people Yeah, but again, I think it goes back to seeing examples and seeing people that look like you and stuff like that because then you feel more comfortable. Oh, I can apply apply for a McDonald's job because I know I see black people working there. But I was so still surprised. Though. I put it out. I put it on the groups somewhere on, on Facebook, and I I got mm-hmm. nothing. Out of all the people that have applied, I think like there was maybe like three black people. And one of them I actually want to talk to, but we'll see. But I mean, of course, I can't hire basically just on race. Or yeah, whatever, but if you but, say you I'm know, trying but, to yeah, find some somebody, I'm them. looking for diversity, then it's. I don't think it's necessarily wrong to say, well, we're looking for a diverse client. So, um, well, I mean, I, I mean, I, our company doesn't really mm-hmm. have the diversity issue. <laughs> That's not really our issue. So, um, you know, there can be an argument. It's like, oh, we need more in leadership or what there, there can be an argument there, whatever. But, um, no, I guess tech, well, no, I'm not in leadership, whatever. But, um, there could be an argument there, but you know, as far as like, there's my black people. But I guess I'm saying, so what I'm saying is like, issue. you know, other people do the same thing. So if you go in and hire based on skin color, it's not a problem. <laughs> people be doing it all the time. <laughs> oh, I mean, honestly, for my team, hiring a white person would be diversity. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said that during Black no. History Month. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He's a race traitor. 
I don't know. No, but yeah, I mean, there's jobs out here that can be had, and you know, it's a you know, it's a thing. You know, I have noticed that, and I was kind of surprised in Atlanta that I didn't have more. I don't know if more people are just a lot of people are doing it freelance and they're not interested. I mean, I don't know what I was looking for is very specific because I'm looking for somebody fresh out of college. So there's plenty of people that have more experience that I'm turning down to. So, but um, it you know, it is what it is. But yeah, go out there and. If you're listening and you're in Atlanta and you're an entry-level graphic designer, let me know. Weren't y'all trying to also hire from within? Yeah, that and... Uh, I, I I propose what you were actually talking about, um, the lunch and learn thing. Um, people like the idea. It'll just have to be put together once we're in a new building. But, you know, it, it would be a... I think it would be a cool idea to just to give people more of a foundation to start with because the problem I ran into were people were like, oh, yeah, I know how to draw. It's like, okay, I do too, but I need more than that. <laughs> you know, so I mean, I think a lot of people don't have a foundation. They don't even know where to start, and that's what I realized, and I think that's, or even, I mean, even people don't want to school for graphic design. I'm realizing that, like, some of them, it's like, the work that they've been given to do in um, college just does not align with the real world. Yeah. But I mean, so in my job, I think, yeah, we talked about it before. It's like they're all, they all go to, they teach they teach everybody how to work at a yeah. design firm, basically. Not like, okay, if you worked at a company, this is how it'll work. It's like everybody's like, oh, yeah, I get to do this concept for this big company. It's like, you know, I had that idea too, and it's like, yeah, it never happened. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. Well, we could talk about that in a, in a future episode because I think there's ways to. I think it's very useful when a company invests in its own employees and tries to grow them into positions instead of always going outside. Yeah. But it takes it takes a you it have to plan I mean, ahead. It, it you can't just be like, oh, we need somebody quick. Let's let's, let's make somebody. <laughs> let's yeah. skill somebody up. Because it it happens in the company. People move around in positions all the time to HR, to recruiting, and all that kind of, all stuff like that. That's happened a lot up to sales and stuff like that. But I think the more specific skill, like roles, like graphic design or being a writer and stuff like that, a lot of companies they don't have anything to place to grow somebody mm-hmm. into that kind of position. Somebody just would have had to been doing it on the side, you know, because that's not something that you're going to be thinking about while you're doing your, you know, if you came in as, as one job that's, you know, kind of like entry level or, you know, just depends on the company. Like, for instance, you work at a warehouse, you work in a company that has a warehouse, you come in, in a warehouse, there's no ladder for you to climb up to being, you know, accounting. Yeah, the ladder is go to school. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing internal that's going to grow you into that kind of position. It's going to be like, oh, you may, maybe you'll end up with an office, or you know, maybe you'll end up in leadership of the warehouse, or you know, something like that. Kind of like on the office, but um, but there's nothing that's going to grow you into this other more specific skill. And I think you know, giving people just the tools or just the knowledge of like how you could get into this, um. Especially in roles nowadays where it's like, man, you don't got to go to college. Like, we're hiring for him. I don't need you to go to college. I just need you to know yeah. what you're doing. I don't care about your degree. And, you know, that's becoming a norm now. But it's like, you know, just giving people a, you know, a, you know, a foot in the door of that. You know, like, this is what it looks like. So, 
you know, I propose like what you said, like a lunch and learn thing. Like, hey, look, here, you want to learn about this? You can We'll sit down for lunch. You can learn about the basics of what it takes to get started or what, you know, what skills you need to work on so that this could maybe be a yeah. reality for you. But not just that. You I mean, you can actually start teaching some stuff. And, and then, then through that, I think it's yeah. a good way to find people because that's how on my team we actually found mm-hmm. somebody that was really interested and had some of the basic skills and picked stuff up fast. So within a few weeks, it was like, yeah, she's going to be on the team soon. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. And so next time a position open, yeah. move right in. Yeah. I mean, and that would, that would be great. That would be great because there's a lot of people that, you know, my job that come in that, you know, I'm sure they have skills and aspirations and stuff like that above what they do now. And, you know, if we can make space for that then you know even if they take that skill and goes to some other company that's still great that's still making a difference for somebody that you know may not have had the experience or even the exposure before so yep but um black mediocrity yay well that's another episode maybe maybe i should call it that We'll see about that. <laughs> yeah. Make some clicks. Clickbait. <laughs> but, uh, thanks for tuning in again. Uh, the plan is to uh, have another episode out in uh, two weeks. Um, definitely check out our shop. We got products there, things you need to buy. If you want to support this podcast and help it come out <laughs> at some level of regularity, without uh, you know, a lot of inconvenience and struggle please definitely buy some merch from our shop um yeah uh alienmuffin.threadless.com yeah and thanks for tuning yeah. in